Welcome to Press Run, April 4th. Is the press rooting against Biden? Like clockwork, the first Friday of the month brought another blockbuster jobs report. The U.S. economy under President Joe Biden added another 400,000-plus jobs in March. It was announced last week. Biden is currently on pace during his first two full years in office to oversee the creation of 10 million new jobs and an unemployment rate tumbling all the way down to 3%. That would be an unprecedented accomplishment in U.S. history. Context. In four years in office, Trump lost 3 million jobs, the worst record since Herbert Hoover. Yet the press shrugs off the good news, determined to keep Biden pinned down. Quote, the reality is that one strong jobs report does not snap the administration out of its current circumstances. Unquote. Politico stressed Friday afternoon. How about 11 straight strong job reports? Would that do the trick? Because the U.S. economy under Biden has been adding more than 400,000 jobs per month for 11 straight months. The glaring disconnect between reality and how the press is depicting White House accomplishments means a huge question continues to linger. Is the press rooting against Biden? Is the press either hoping for a Trump return to the White House or at least committed to keeping Biden down so a 2024 rematch will be closer entertaining for the press to cover. Is that why the Jenny Thomas insurrection story was politely marched off the stage after just a few days of coverage last week by the same news outlets that are now in year three of their dogged Hunter Biden reporting? Just look at the relentlessly dour economic coverage. For the press, inflation remains the dominant bad news for Dems' economic story. Even on Friday, the day the stellar jobs report was released, inflation was mentioned on cable news nearly as often as jobs, according to TVIs. The home run report itself was depicted as a mixed bag. These were some of the glass-half-empty headlines that appeared in the wake of the latest runaway numbers. Headline, America's job market is on fire. Here's why it doesn't feel like that, CNN. Booming job growth is a double-edged sword for Joe Biden, CNN. Why a great jobs report can't save Joe Biden, CNN. Unemployment hits pandemic low in March, but uncertainty looms ahead, Washington Post. Biden gets a strong jobs report, but a sour mood still prevails, Washington Post. Totally normal journalism, right? The president announces another blockbuster jobs report, and the press presents it as borderline bad news. Note that the above headlines about the sour mood prevailing despite the great jobs and how uncertainty looms comes from the Post, the same outlet that slotted the March jobs report into 87th place on its website on Friday. That afternoon, readers to the Daily's homepage had to scroll down 87 headlines before they saw the first reference to the great economic news. Among the headlines that ran higher on the Post site that afternoon were... What's the best way to share my old home videos and the Duke-North Carolina rivalry by the numbers? On air, CNN also downplayed the jobs report, according to Dean Baker, senior economist for economic and policy research. Quote, CNN's coverage of the report quickly turned to inflation, unquote, he wrote. In its more general coverage of the economy, the jobs report, which tells us about the employment and earnings situation of more than 160 million people, was barely a blip, unquote. Sunday's Meet the Press roundtable featured two segments with assembled pundits, one focused on how immigration might be a problem for Democrats in the midterms, the other on how Trump might be a problem for Democrats in the midterms. As usual, Biden's historic economic record was ignored. 
That's why, according to a recent poll, 37% of Americans think the economy lost jobs over the last year when it has gained 6.6 million. Just 28% of people in new jobs were up. Virtually all the Beltway coverage today agrees on this central point. When it comes to the economy, Biden's approval rating is taking a hit because Americans are freaked out by inflation. But maybe it's taking a hit because Americans are under the false impression that jobs are disappearing. Voters don't know what they don't know because the press isn't interested in telling them about record job success and an economy that's years ahead of where experts thought it would be coming out of a global pandemic. Biden is facing not just one organized opposition in the form of the GOP, but another in the form of the Beltway Press. Last week, they hit Biden with 14 separate questions at a press briefing over the supposed gaffe he made, expressing his moral outrage over the mass killings Russian President Vladimir Putin has unleashed in Ukraine. So focused on trying to trip up Biden, the press didn't ask a single question about the state of the war in Ukraine. And remember all winter how the press treated COVID as the most important crisis Biden faced and hung the pandemic around his neck? Today, the topic has vanished. The press has given the White House no credit for steering the country back to normalcy and instead has lashed onto gas prices as being the defining issue under Biden. The buried COVID coverage represents a telling example of how an issue that the press itself claimed would define the Biden administration gets translated into no news when it turns towards positive territory. The Beltway Press needs to take its thumb off the Biden scale. Good stuff. Who's bankrolling these lawsuits? That's my question after watching yet another Republican quickly lose a suit claiming media defamation. From Reuters headline, Trump ally Devin Nunes loses Washington Post defamation appeal. Quote, a U.S. appeals court on Friday rejected former Congressman Devin Nunes's effort to revive a $250 million lawsuit accusing the Washington Post of defamation for implying that he lied to former President Donald Trump, a close ally. In a 3-0 decision, the U.S. Court of Appeals in Washington, D.C. said Nunes, quote, does not point to a single statement, unquote, that was false or defamatory on its face in the February 2020 article about Russia's desire for Trump to win a second White House term. Fun stuff because we all need a break. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Black Summer. It's been 16 years since LA's Red Hot Chili Peppers recorded with the band's early 90s guitarist John Frusciante. The results, thanks to his signature work, sound like the clock never stopped, especially when the song takes flight at the 135 mark. <laughs> 